Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Heavenly Encounters, A Journey to the Other Side. I am your host, Mary Elizabeth, broadcasting from Chicago, Illinois. And I am your co-host, Janice, broadcasting live from St. Louis, Missouri. Well, we are alive. The world has not imploded. The doomsday prophecies were wrong. It is not Armageddon. It is, in fact, the most significant heavenly encounter of our time. Where we stand on the planet today is not the same ground we stood on two weeks ago. Tell us what the heck happened, Janice, and what happened to our audio? (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know, but if it it makes anybody and any listeners, everybody's phones here are like that, too. Dropping phones and phones not ringing in that. But what happened was, if um, it it was uh, the end of a triad, uh, not a triad, a, tr- uh, a tetrad is what they mm-hmm. call it in the Jewish prophecy. And it's, um, I don't know that much about the Jewish religion, but this was kind of like a sign that showed up in um, Muslim writings and Jewish writings and Christian writings about the... Uh, you know, the time coming, they'll they'll talk about the rapture right. and that. And from the metaphysical standpoint, to me, it's just another step towards uh, ascension. You know, we're well, getting absolutely. rid of the lower vibrations, duality is starting to die off, and we are becoming one with the divine and the infinite. Right, and that's, and that's what we're going to be talking about in today's show, about this powerful shift. Like you said, this is the ascension process and what that really means, you know, for all of us. So for those that are kind of on a metaphysical, spiritual path, this is a time we've been waiting for since probably like the beginning of time. And for those that know what the heck we're talking about, well, we'll try to keep this as simple as possible. So let's start with Metaphysics 101. What do you mean by the ascension process? Well, if you look at ascension, if you go back in time, we all talked about vibration and vibrational healing. And Mm -hmm. as vibration gets higher and it gets more subtle and it gets more powerful, it turns into a frequency. So we've gone from pure vibration to like a vibrational frequency. Then we've kind of gotten into the frequency vibration. And now we're moving into uh, pure frequency. Right, so basically, okay, go ahead. Oh, and I was just going to say, that means that our body's rate of of oh, uh, uh, contracting and expanding is becoming one with the universe. And the, probably the thing that most people will notice is things that were unseen to them before are now mm-hmm. becoming seen. They'll, they'll become more intuitive. They'll see things that they haven't seen before. Um, and that's the whole thing, that duality is starting to fade and we are becoming one with the divinity who we really are. And that human experience is starting to expire, just leaving behind that spiritual experience. Okay, you've got about 10 questions just in what you just said. So <laughs> let's kind of back up just one second. <laughs> okay, what is, you know, we talk about frequency and vibration a lot with this show, but I don't know if we've ever really defined it. So what is it? What is frequency? What is vibration? And what's the difference between the two? And why is it important? Well, vibration, if you look as a healer, let me go through the eyes of a healer. If you look at a person's body when you're doing healing work, every organ of the body vibrates. And right. so a lot of times if, it's, if it, you've got like a liver disturbance, your liver is mm-hmm. not vibrating at where it should be vibrating. 
Now, when you start really, really doing a lot of healing work on your spiritual path and start going deeper and deeper into past lives and letting them go, you become more subtle. And you have the ability to eventually reach in and change your cellular structure and your DNA. And when you start getting into that level of healing, you're talking about healing in a frequency level. Okay, so then as you're increasing your vibration, you're increasing your frequency, that is actually part of that ascension process. You know, you think about it kind of as raising up. You know, we're spiritual beings having this human experience, but we're actually trying to be, we're looking at the the divine nature within ourselves, correct? Exactly. And if you look a lot of times when people do meditation, when they utilize vibration and they want to see something, they look at it through their third eye. But okay. now as we're moving into a frequency now and our bodies are changing, not, not just our spiritual bodies but our physical bodies, we are now going, all of that information is coming in through our hearts now. So okay. we have the ability when you're at frequency to see through your heart. Oh, wow. Now, another really interesting way to look at it, too, though, is through your emotions. You know, so when you're angry, angry, you're frustrated, there's so much hatred still in the world, that's a really low, heavy, dense vibration. But then you look at, you know, joy, kindness, love, empathy, that's a very high vibration, correct? Exactly. And ego, in essence, is a vibration. And that's why the more, when you work with emotions and letting them go, the less you become so egotistical or so emotionally based, the, the, the lower that vibration um, becomes as far as the influence it has on you, the higher your frequency becomes, and your ego mm-hmm. beca- basically sublimates itself to your spiritual goals. Wow. Now, what's really interesting is that this is not just ourself. I mean, we definitely are going through this ascension process, but, you know, the planet Earth is also ascending at the same time, correct? Absolutely. This is a time where if you think in terms of a wave just shooting through the universe like if you dropped a rock into a a pond, it's Mm -hmm. this wave of energy that's coming in, and it affects everybody. It affects the planet, the trees, the animals. It affects the atoms, the air. It affects everything. Wow, I know it is so interesting. Like kind of what you said before, we can see things now that we have never seen before. And we've had such an influx of energy, you know, from solar flares and gamma rays, which how does that all tie in? I mean, that's helping all of us ascend, isn't it, even including the Earth? Absolutely. And there is a, a, a field of study that they believe that when higher energy beings come in, they actually come in or higher information, they come in on gamma rays. And so one of the things that even NASA has been picking up since about mid-80s is the number of gamma rays now that are entering the Earth's atmosphere. And a lot of these people have been seeing the fireballs in the sky. They come from like nowhere. They make no sounds. They never crash anywhere. And a lot of people are are now in, in the belief that those are actually huge masses of gamma waves coming in the rays. And the difference now is that we have become so attuned to these higher frequencies that we are able to see them now. Whereas if you would have gone back maybe 20 years, it would have happened and most people would not have seen it. Absolutely. Well, you know what's really interesting, and I know you already know all this stuff, but 
<laughs> I'm going to talk about it anyways. Now that science is finally proving spirituality, and I just ran across this, I know you know it, but there's something called the Schumann Resonance, which I never knew this before, but for years the Earth's natural heartbeat rhythm was 7.83 hertz, which is actually the frequency of OM, which is what obviously a lot of people use as a mantra in meditation. So right. then in June 2014, that suddenly changed, and it spiked up to 8.5 hertz. And since that time, it's been recorded as high as 16.5 hertz. So it was obvious that the, the Earth's frequency was really clearing, uh, clearing and speeding up. But what's really neat is that the frequency is in tune with our own human brain's alpha and theta states. So as the vibrational frequency of the Earth increases, so does our brain waves. Now, you Absolutely. said that also our heart does too, right? Absolutely. There were studies done that people that worked on the brain wanted to know where do the electrical impulses from our brain come from. So they did research to find out that they actually originated in the heart. And so they asked the same question, where do the electrical impulses of the heart come from? And the answer was, they come from the earth. So that we actually pick up that vibration, that resonance of the earth, and if you're really healthy, your heartbeat and the and Mother Earth's heartbeat will be at the same resonance. Wow. And you know what I just did this afternoon, which I know millions of people around the world do this, is grounding. You go outside, yeah. and whether you're standing in a lake, the ocean, or just putting your feet in the grass, I mean, I could feel the energy coming up through the earth. I mean, my whole body felt like it was an electrical circuit. It was just incredible because, I mean, the earth is a living, vital, breathing being that yes. sustains us. So we, I mean, exactly. she can wipe us out, but it'll still sustain. Exactly. Now, what's really interesting is that, you know, it seems like these years are just flying by and changes are just just everywhere. But I didn't realize that also has to do with this acceleration actually speeding up. Yes. And then well, we part talked two. about before, Go ahead. Oh, the the expansion and the contraction, and that's right. the way that the universe works too. And we're in a time of expansion, right? And so time does seem to be, and in many instances, they could actually measure it where it does go a little bit faster, right? And they're also showing that Earth's magnetic field has been weakening for the past two thousand years, which yes. you know you don't. Know, don't know if you believe this part or not, but I had read that it was actually placed there by what you know you kind of call the ancient ones to block our memories of who we really are, and that's of being a spiritual being. So we could right. come down here to Earth and play the game and learn our lessons and not really know the rules of the game. But now that the medic, uh, magnetic field is changing, these memory blocks are dissolving, which means the veil is lifting and that the blinders are kind of being taken off, which I think so many people are actually being able to tune in to their intuition, to be able to channel or to be, you know, really become more psychic. Right. And look at the number of people that when they started out, if you go back maybe 30 years ago, Solara in her writings and that, they talked about being grid keepers and reactivating grids. And so a lot of them would go to Egypt and they would go to South America, to all of the sacred sites, and kind of, you know, reignite the energies of the grids that was there. And some people, that's what they did with their whole lifetimes, is they were just wow. people that were to go in 
or they were told to take crystals and bury them someplace. And so people have been doing that for years, and probably very true because we have the Earth has natural ley lines. And my guess is those grids and the ley lines are the same thing. And they are now. They're now no longer sleeping. They're they're becoming awake because they work wow. at a frequency level. Right. It's almost like, you know, we were talking about, we've talked about DNA here and there, but you think about, you know, we all supposedly only have one double helix of DNA, but I've always read through spiritual books that we actually have 12. And now scientists are actually beginning to find helixes being formed in people as well as children coming into this world with more than one double helix. And like you were saying before the show, this is kind of like it was thought of as junk DNA, but now we're getting to the right frequency where it's actually being activated. So we're kind of being almost like recalibrated. And we're getting our system rebooted. Absolutely, and there's so much. I just finished an article that was talking about, you know, they're doing the genome experiments, the human Mm -hmm. genome experiments. And one of the things they were finding in a certain uh, percentage of people, they have more than one DNA, set of DNA. Right. And there was a belief that everybody that starts out was actually a twin, that you are actually divided and that somewhere along the line one absorbs the other. And now that they are they are starting to be able to find different sets of DNA within somebody's system. And it can even be a mother that gives birth to a child, and many years later you can still find markers of our son's DNA within her body. Oh, my gosh, that's interesting. Isn't that fascinating? Because, I mean, you think in terms of, you know, things like karma and healing and, and everything right. like that. I mean, it's just, it opens up a million and one questions to me. Oh, absolutely. Well, let's talk about this shift. And obviously, this is the this is the day after. But, you know, there's been so many articles written on this. And I think some people kind of thought this might be like, you know, like um, a switch, that all of a sudden we're going to wake up today, the world is perfect, there's no more war, there's no more hatred, all the hungry, starving children will be fed. But that's not really the reality. It's really more like a dimmer switch. And there still is a lot of negative in the world, but isn't it going to be kind of a, a gradual, small change where you see a positive change over here and maybe another positive change over there? And I think if anything's changed, there might be some type of a finite time now. You know, since we've kind of gone through all of these things, there probably is a finite time when people have the ability and then that time for, like now, you know, all of the doors are open, the veil is, is, is broken. But if they choose not to go anywhere with it, you know, that is their choice too. But right. I, yeah, we've we've still got there's so many things for us to learn, and if that would have switched on, probably most all of us would have been dead, <laughs> you know, this morning. Because I sincerely doubt that. Yeah. Really, I I was going to say probably only three or four people on the planet would have survived, you know. Absolutely. But to stress that it's a good thing. It's not this end of the world, you know what I mean? Right. Kind of horrible, terrible wrath of God. This is a wonderful moment 
of becoming one with God again. And it's not to say that, that we won't have another war or something bad is not going to happen. But in the long run, you have to keep focusing on where we're going and how we're changing. And if you really look at it, when we started out this beginning of this month, you know, September the 1st, we're not the uh-huh. same people that we were September the 1st. Oh, absolutely not. And I there think that's, been... I mean, that's why I named the show, Is This the End of the World? Because, you know what? Yes, it is. This is a brand new world. It's not Armageddon. It's not the end of something, I mean, our existence. We're actually now going to, it's almost like an escalator, I think, between the third and the fifth dimension. We're on our way to a brand new world. And we have to learn how to live and that frequency, no duality world. And that's kind right. of what this time is pretending. It's time for us right. to learn how to do this. And that's what I want to really talk about, because I think the most important part of this show is how to embrace the shift. But first, I think it's also important to know that if you don't even know what in the heck that we're talking about, you're still going through this process. I mean, nobody is left behind. Some of us may take longer than others. I'm sure I'm going to be at the beginning of the escalator and Janice is going to be, come on, what's taking you so long? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the energy is coming through. It's not leaving. It's there for each and every one of us to be able to shift on our own schedule. So I think the key is to be patient that- with ourselves and be patient yeah. with everybody else because there could be a lot of crazy out there for a while. Oh, there's, there's a lot of crazy, yeah. And then not only that, is that all of us will make it. I don't know. I don't know. From everything I've read, I mean, I've read a lot of different, um, a lot of different channels. Everything else, everyone supposedly is on the escalator. Where yes. they go from there, I, I don't know. But let's talk about how do we embrace this energy, and rather than just kind of keeping things as status quo, and how do we increase our frequency to kind of go along for the ride? Well, probably the the, the easiest thing is to get used to the fact that nothing works the, the same way that it did. As we're moving from vibration into more frequency, the doors are starting to open now. There are different ways of looking at things. And as duality starts to fade, it's not a yes-no answer anymore. It's not up-down. It's all-inclusive. It's like, so real quick, explain what duality is in this world. Well, duality is, I think, a third-dimensional construct that allows us basically to live out our karma. And time is a, is a, is a construct of, uh, of duality. But duality, for the most part, is that we, we, we notice a sym- symmetry to our life. There was a left-right. There was an up-down. There was a yes-no. And that in There's any problem bad. that we've... Yes. And good and bad, absolutely, positively. And that's where we get into into the sin aspect of a spiritual journey. you know. And that that duality is starting to fade now because the divinity with he, we have is within. And that divinity has never bought into the lie of that great separation, that we right. were cast out and we are not connected to God. We still are. Right. We just believe we're not connected. And well, that that's the trick. We're all connected to each other. Absolutely. So Absolutely. when you get angry at someone else, you're really getting angry at yourself. So if you look at everyone as a reflection of your own being, then I think it becomes you can become start becoming more aware that we are all connected, and people are sent into your life to piss you off to teach you a lesson. 
Absolutely. Correct. And it's hard sometimes to look at these people and to, and to actually realize that you're equal. You know, that they are really in, in spirit, your brothers and sisters. That's sometimes a very, very hard lesson to learn. Right. And the thing is, I think the biggest thing is realizing that every single one of us has, we are a part of God. We are part of the divine, the supreme creator, whatever you want to call it. It's like the ocean within every single drop of the ocean contains the entire ocean. And it's the same thing with us. Within us is every single thing in the universe. It it is all inside. And that's where the change has to occur. I know. And so that's why I think it's important to get into that divine flow, to try to find it and to go with it and allow it to take you where you need to be and not fight it. Because most of the time when we fight it, we are trying to utilize the lessons that we learned previously in duality to try to figure Mm -hmm. out problems or whatever that are coming up now that aren't duality. You know, we're, we're like trying to fight fifth dimensional frequency with third dimensional vibration. Right. So how then do we start co-creating this life that we want, manifesting things that we would like to see in our life? What do we do? Well, one of the things is realizing that the stuff that worked before, it's old. Everything that's old is basically dying. So that when when you're talking about co-creating or creating or, or walking your journey, you have to do it from the new energy that is coming in, this golden, golden light. So a meditation that you did 35 years ago will probably have to be changed now because the energy is different and you are different. What worked Mm -hmm. for you 35 years ago probably isn't going to uh, help you go to the greater heights that you can go now. And that's one of the things. And a lot of people have a hard time with that, that what didn't work before doesn't work now. But you have to open yourself up to the new And that's, I think, the most important thing. Otherwise, you're going to feel as if your life is just shutting down, nothing is working, God doesn't love you. And it's kind of like a spiral of depression that nobody needs to go through. Right. And like, you know, we were talking about our own personal experiences, kind of going through this energy. And the funny thing is, you know, we both had the same one where things would come up that you didn't hadn't thought about in 12 years, 20 years, 30 right. years, and you'd be angry or mad or whatever it is. So how do you deal with things like that coming up to the surface in a, a good, positive way? Well, in meditation, one of the things that Senmut showed me was like a huge uh, funnel-shaped vacuum, you know, mm-hmm. that the, it was just completely pulling out of your body and every aspect of your being what no longer needs to be there. And as you do that, it'll naturally go through your conscious, and that's what we're doing now. We're in a point now where we are releasing, you know, irregardless of whether or not we're trying to consciously release. We are so far moved on into this new light that that it's in a we're in a process now, and we are just continuously releasing. Now, um, you know, you as a vibrational healer, I mean, you use a lot of crystals and flower essences for people that are really having a difficult time. Is there anything that you would suggest that might help? Flower essences are wonderful for any type of an emotional. And mm-hmm. I would go ahead and get things like Star of Bethlehem or um, Lotus is another good one. Um, crystals like lithium, ah, lithium, a lipidolite, which is a natural form of lithium, 
um, stones like rose quartz that will help you kind of learn to relax a little bit and love yourself a little bit more. All of those tools are great. Herbs are great. Essential oils are fantastic. I mean, there are, you know, you can you can set up a system where you use oils or herbs every single day. And diet's important, too. You know, oh, absolutely. most people will find that they will be less attracted to things that um, they were attracted to before, like sodas or things that, you know, you might, right. you know, get a soda and halfway through the can go, that doesn't taste as good as it did. Right. Yeah, I think the more you go, you know, the lighter you become, the lighter food you want. You want whole foods, more vegetables, more fruit, more nuts, more seeds, things like that. So since, Janice, since I know you're closer to the fifth dimension than I am, what's it like up there? <laughs> what can we know expect? about that. I don't know. I, you know, I, I think that all of us have the ability to tap into that. I, I think we do it when we sleep. But, you know, just imagine a place where, you know, all of our mindset is just, remember reading one time, God is good. And I love that phrase. And so I think that's what you want to manifest. But if you go to a place where everything is good and that there Mm -hmm. are no negative emotions, you know, that everything is good. And that's kind of what it is. And it's soul experience, too. I mean, imagine being able, you know, people now are trying to learn how to do things like astral traveling or see what they can't see. Imagine living in a place where you can see all the angels walking, that there are no limitations whatsoever to what you can do. And I I think that gives us... So really what we're doing is almost creating heaven right here on earth. Absolutely, within ourselves. Because that's what that divinity within is, that spark of God. It's always there. It's part of who we are. It always has been, and it's never, ever died and gone away. But we're at a point now in our evolution where we can go ahead and grab it again and grow with it. And like you were talking before about the the, the grid workers being stunted, you know, now those grids, whatever they are, they're turning back on, and we are responding to that. Wow, that's amazing. I think and that's I a think good that's a the good escalator you were talking about. Right, exactly. Well, hopefully the es- escalator doesn't have any electrical defaults like our our audio tonight, but so let's go into illuminations. What do you have for us? Okay. Well, I wanted to get something that would kind of you know, kind of explain. And I thought this was by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Okay. God sent singers upon earth with songs of sadness and of mirth, that they might touch the hearts of men and bring them back to heaven again. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, I had one, but then I decided to actually do a cleansing prayer. Oh, correct. And that's for all of us out here. So I am now choosing to cleanse myself and release any and all thought forms, beings, situations, and energies that are no longer of service to my highest and greatest good. Across all planes of my existence, across all universes, and across all lifetimes, I ask that all energies that are less than love be transmuted for the highest good of all. And so it is. And so it is. Well, thank you, Janice, for another fascinating show, and thank you to our wonderful listeners for joining us once again. Until our next show, 
Be inspired, be empowered, and be well. You've been listening to Heavenly Encounters, A Journey to the Other Side. Now, Janice, since our audio isn't working, do you want to sing? <laughs> no, no. Oh, people would never come back and listen to the show. But I would I would say that everybody can hum Homeward Bound. Absolutely. That's perfect. Yes. Have a great day and a great night. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>